Right, a massive good afternoon. Um, I'm very, very excited about this interview today, this webinar. I have one of the most genuine human beings alive um, and a very, very good friend of mine, a master of all trades. And uh, what I'm going to try and do today is he's not only going to try and inspire greatness and try and inspire young minds, young leaders, I'm also going to try and tap into his mind, uh, as I said, a master of all trades, and that'll soon become evident now with all the questions that are asked. Um, and he's also a man with a large amount of humility, great friend, and I'd like to welcome Ivan Yuster. Thanks, buddy, for giving up your time. I really appreciate you giving up your time and, and trying to inspire other people. Hey, Gav. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, and thank you for what you're doing. I think um, it's because of leaders like you that, that we can inspire and then we can motivate uh, the youth to, to actually aspire to what you do every day and, and I mean this is a platform and I always say if you have a, a stage you can perform and I mean you're just giving the, the stage and, and thank you for that I appreciate it. No thanks buddy and uh, yeah if I could give just a little intro to Ivan if you don't know who he is I mean he's a big family man I can vouch for that a loving husband and father to to his son uh, Ruben and soon to be a father of a second little boy in September so congrats uh, he'll be coming this year September so that's awesome couldn't think of a better man to, for two little boys. Uh, Ivan matriculated in 2004 at Hukunut uh, in Springs. He studied at the University of Johannesburg, where he got his Bachelor of Education degree and majored in psychology. He's a fully accredited, uh, he got a fully accredited diploma in counseling and modern applied psychology. Uh, I know that you have a massive, massive passion for coaching, and particularly in rugby and sevens. Uh, Ivan's also played at a high level. He played sevens for the Lions, for the Blue Bulls, for the Living Ball Sevens, the Emerging Sevens under Neil Powell, who's obviously the current South African Sevens coach, and played First Division Rugby in Italy. Uh, you've been involved in corporate, in the corporate world, and you've also taught at Gasfontein. Um, in 2019, you and your family moved down, made a big move to come, to come down to Durban, and you are currently teaching at Westville Boys High School. Yeah, you are fully involved. If we can't find you, you're either on the field doing rugby coaching or any other coaching uh, in the setups or you teach it in the classroom, or you full-time school counselor, uh, where you are the head of the student uh, support at the school, and you have inspired and changed so many lives and so many leaders, and I think that's where you have won the respect of so many boys. So thank you, Ivan, again. And again, I really, really appreciate you giving up your time. And again, like I said, you're the jack of all trades. You're in the counseling department. You're either on the sports fields. You're in the classroom. So I'm really going to try and pick your brain. Um, on, on those topics. So I'm going to start off with the first question. Uh, and it's something that's probably in the tip of the tons of most parents and most boys, uh, scholars, certainly now during this uh, COVID-19 lockdown, we, we obviously in day 40 or, or so. And um, the question that I want to ask you is what advice can you give both children or scholars and parents during this difficult lockdown to ensure that our young boys and girls eventually return to school both positive and motivated? Yeah, yeah, but I think that's um, that's a big thing for for everybody in, in South Africa, and I know um, having inspiring boys like we do and the motivational and and the level that kids perform within within school, and now all of a sudden been taking out of that their comfort zone. And when I say comfort zone, it's a high performing comfort zone, um, always being pushed through the boundaries. Now all of a sudden you you thrown into your comfort zone, which is not high performing, but with which is more like your pillow which you want to go lay on. And all of a sudden, that motivation and that drive needs to go to that safe haven and it needs to be your place of motivation. And 
I think that's where the biggest concern comes in is, is where does the chaos stop and the motivation start? Because, I mean, we're in chaos. I mean, this is not, it's not normal. Um, it's, not, it's not fun. It's not, um, it's not motivational at all. Um, and in fact, if you look, if you turn on the TV, all you see is dismay and sadness and, 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 and it's, it's going downhill. Um, so there is absolutely no focus point to, to achieve at the moment. Um, and that's where I'll come back to. It has to start with that inner, inner inspiration, that inner, inner drive, um, the inner leader, if, if you want to call it that. It, it needs to come from you as an individual, as a parent. What is my expectation? What is my drive? What is mine? Because at the end of the day, that your child or your child is only going to follow what you do. It's not going to follow. It's not even going to remember what you said. Uh, um, kids don't remember what you said. They they remember what you did and what what um, what example you set. So if you're going to go all and read into all this chaos and and, and thrive off it and being panicky and being stressed. Um, sitting down with or, or talking, um, let's say, around a dinner table about what's going on in the family, what's going bad. Um, kids are, kids are going to feed from that. They're going to see their parents stressed. They're going to see their parents frantically running around and, and stressed about being sick or, or keeping a job or keeping food on the table and, and, and. But if you really think about it, 80% of the time that I see kids is because parents overshare. They shouldn't. They need to know what to share with kids to keep them motivated. And they need to know when to stop and just do the grown-up stuff and keep it for the grown-ups. So if I can give any advices to any parents, is be an example in the first place. Think before we talk, because we never do, and especially in times like these, there's enough information on the internet and on TV and on social media for kids to, to make up their own picture. They don't need to see it at home. They don't. They don't need to see it. They know the reality. They are on social media more than we are. Um, so parents need to be by example, being calm, collective, being inspired within themselves that they can control their family and the kids will feed from that. They will see their mom and dad is taking ownership of what they need to do as parents. And then the kid will see, okay, but then I have a responsibility because mom and dad's taking that ownership. So what's my responsibility then? Okay, now I need to, I need to help them around the house or I need to do my chores or I need to do my schoolwork. When they sit down and they have... Um, meetings on online and they take up five hours and I'm kicking ball or I'm playing PlayStation for five hours, all of a sudden you can see the responsibility of mom and dad and to what they take ownership of and they will follow suit. Um, and the biggest thing is, is not to, not to mirror your, your stress and your chaos onto your children. Like a lot of times as people, now they panicky because they're out of their comfort zone. They don't know what, lies ahead for them are they going to get their salaries are they going to keep their jobs are they are they are they and now because they stressed and they frantic they kind of mirror that onto their children and they feed from that so you kind of need to be their calm collective inspirational parent and the kids will feed from that so if if, if anything is it's keep your head so your kids can actually feed from you because there's enough chaos going around and they have access to it at a press of a button um, so you need to be that safe haven for them no, brilliant. Thanks. But uh, I think it's so important what you say as well is, you know, these children, these young minds, they, they feed off our body language immediately. And as you say, they, there's so much negativity, particularly in the news, that, that we could feed off. And if we hardwire our brain that way, 
then, then we're certainly going to hardwire those young minds. So thank you. That is fantastic, fantastic advice. So I really appreciate that. I'm going to go straight into question two, and, and it's going to link slightly to that. Um, you're obviously very invested in the lives of schoolboys. I mean, uh, in a big way. You, you're either teaching, as I said, or you're doing leadership development. You're doing coaching, or you're doing counseling perspective. I mean, you, you have so many different spheres. How do you see the future of leadership in South Africa? Um, I must say, coming out of a corporate setup um, and then coming back into education, um, I must say, to see, to see kids that I obviously deal on a one-on-one -on -one level with, um, either on the coaching field or um, have the privilege of counselling. Um, I think a lot of times counselling is seen as all trouble and, and, and all the sadness, and, and, and it's not all that. It's sometimes it's kids actually coming there and they have so much to give, they just kind of need a bit of guidance on where to take it. Um, and to see that, I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see how much passion and how much they, they have to give and how much they want to give. They kind of just need somebody to guide them to, to be those leaders. And, and, and I always say motivation is an outside source. Uh, it's usually for lazy people. <laughs> you, you, lazy people get motivated because um, they can't do anything on their own. Inspiring people comes within. It's that burning desire within you to share something with somebody. And those people are the motivational people. Um, they're the guys that get the people off their backs and tell them, hey, do we need to do this? And I think we have a lot of those kids. I think we have so many kids with so much within themselves, with inspiration within them. They just kind of need guidance and a channel and a way to reach those people to get up, get them motivated and buy into what they are doing. Um, so no, I'm, I'm super excited of what's ahead. Um, and if you look at how people are standing up in this uncertain times, it's, it's kids. I mean, videos are being made and they're inspiring people. And I mean, you're talking about kids that are 13, 14, 15 years old, and they are inspiring a country on what to do. And isn't that leadership? It's not motivating. Motivating is for lazy people. People that don't want to do inspiring somebody, that's a whole different organ. That is something that's a burning desire within yourself. And if you can have that at a level of 13, 14 years old, and you can make a YouTube video or you can make a, a, a channel where people can talk and interact, then you are, in my opinion, you are a leader and you're a leader for the future. And it's amazing to see. No, brilliant. And I think, I think that must also give credit to you because I always believe that a, a young adult uh, needs a champion. He needs someone that believes in him. And, and that's certainly what you're doing. Uh, and I said, like, like I said, you, you're the master of all trades. So you're involved in, you've got to wear different hats each, thing, each and every single day. So yes, and I think it's so nice, as you say, I mean, uh, working with you and obviously working with young minds, uh, we are in a fantastic place. This country's in a fantastic place. And it's certainly because of people like you and, and, and giving those boys the belief. So I think if there's also any advice to adults, it's also give the boys the belief, give them the platform, give them the opportunity, and let's start believing in these young minds. I mean, they are going to take the country from where we are now, where we, which looks like a bit of mayhem at the moment, but where we are now, it's, it's just fantastic that they are the people that are going to take us forward. So thank you for that. Uh, and thank you for what you do. If I can give you a little bit of a credit there. I'm going to put you in a bit of a hot seat now with the next question. Uh, what are some of the common pitfalls that you come across with dealing with these young men uh, from a counseling perspective daily? Um, and what advice can you give adults to help these young men with these common struggles? 
Yeah, um, if I had to, unfortunately, there is no there is no fixed recipe. Um, each kid has his own struggles, and and it's always linked to to something. But the common the common factor is is what is that? What is the almost how can you say it's what is his framework? What did he work from? What is his obstacles? What is his because at the end of the day, if, if, if I see those pitfalls and I see a broken kid and, a, and a, a kid that's hurt with inside and it feels like he can't get out of this little box that somebody's put him into, and it could be a parent, it could be a teacher, it could be a coach, um, it could be himself, it could be his own worst enemy. Um, if, if you look at that and you look at that, that hole that he's in, the common denominator there is, is probably what was his framework? What was his support base? What was his, when I was down on my worst, what was said to me and how did I react to that? And 80% of the time is I reacted to that because I don't know myself. 80% of the time. No, even more. 99% of the time is I reacted this way because I didn't know myself. I didn't know I would get upset for this. I didn't know I would take it that bad. And now I'm in this hole. And I don't know how to get out. So it has to start with knowing yourself. And that's where and I think we're going to get to that is EQ. Is, is The biggest thing in life is EQ. It's knowing yourself. Because leadership starts with you. Knowing you. Knowing your why. Knowing your inspiration. And convincing people that this is what, what's important and that it is important. Um, so at the end of the day, if you don't know yourself, you're not going to handle situations well. You will fall and you will struggle to get up. And maybe you'll get up and then something else will tick you off because you didn't know that it will tick you off. You won't know your limitations. You won't know your, your, your triggers. Um, so at the end of the day, I think the biggest denominator of all is, is knowing yourself. If you don't know yourself, you will struggle to handle anything around you. Yeah, look, I love what you say. And, and it's such a true leadership quote. That is, if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead others. And so, yeah, I think that's exactly what you, you nail in the, the button right there. And as you say, we need leaders. So finding yourself, understanding yourself. And that's a big thing. It sounds easier than actually said. But uh, yes, 100% perfect. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations on this topic. I think this is probably your and I's favorite topic to speak about. And that's emotional intelligence. It's EQ. Um, and how important do you feel emotional intelligence uh, is when it comes to leadership and certainly dealing with people and how, and how do you, what advice can you give people that you can grow or practice these particular skills? Yeah, I know, I know we always enjoy speaking about EQ and, and, and how it, it's an amazing thing and it's an evolving thing and it's, it's always changing and it's, and it's actually, it's, it's an unknown thing for the majority of people. Um, if you had to go around and just speak about EQ, people would look at you and say, but what is this? And you're like, oh, it's a touchy-feely thing. It's not a touchy-feely thing. It's a you thing. It's how you work and how you perceive and how you react. And if you can know how you will react to a situation, the outcome, you determine it. How many times do we get into a situation and we act and we walk away and we're like, oh, I wish I could have handled that differently. Or I shouldn't have said that. But if you know what makes you tick and what is your triggers and what is your, your, your positives and your negatives, and you will handle the situation and you can determine the outcome. You will perceive people differently. You will read body language. You will read emotions within other people and react upon that. 
Um, and yeah, there is unfortunately that human error where you can't control how people think, feel, and react. But you can control how you think, feel, and react. And that's where EQ comes in. If you can determine what makes you tick, what is your blueprint? I'll call it the blueprint. It says what makes you break? How do you handle people, um, circumstances around you? Where do you find yourself? If somebody says something bad to you, how do you react to that? Or how do you kind of process it within yourself? Um, so leadership, um, in my opinion, when we look at EQ, is like a mirror. So whatever happens, good or bad, in that mirror, that is you. The way you acted, there was a reaction to that, and that's how it happened, good or bad. So at the end of the day, is leadership is a mirror. You looking into a mirror and what you do and what you inspire or what you don't do, the reaction you are going to get will be within that mirror. Because if you don't look at, know yourself, feel yourself, um, you won't know how to react to, to circumstances or when people look up to you or want to feed from you because you have something. If you don't even know you have that, how can you give it to other people? And I think the biggest thing is that consistency. And I think that for any leader, that is the biggest thing. I think leadership is not about the wow or the position or the leadership is about consistency. And if you want to be consistent, you kind of need to know what you're doing. And when I say know what you're doing is know yourself because you can't be up and down. Yet consistency is not free of, of failure. Unfortunately not because we are human and there's a human error. But if you know yourself, if you know the product that you are selling to the T, you will inspire and you will be consistent. Unfortunately, you can't control the uncontrollable and there will be people that don't react like you thought they would. But that is the human factor and that it should be like that. Because otherwise, all of us would have followed one person to the end of the earth or from. So you need that. You need people to disagree, even if you thought like, oh, I know when I do this, people react. Not all people will, but that's a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I think consistency is a major issue when it gets to EQ, know myself. And if I know myself, if I know this product that I want to sell as a leader, if I want to inspire people with this. If you can have that consistency and if you can know that product to the T, people will follow you and, yeah, you will stumble and you will fall. But the fact that you know yourself and can look in that mirror and say, okay, this is why this happened because I did this and this and this, you will improve and you'll come back better. No, brilliant advice. Thanks. But and I think, you know, I, I recently read an article that actually said that the, the number one hiring skill in corporate and business today is actually emotional intelligence. So I think, uh, yeah, as you say, that's so, so fundamental. And, and it's a big, massive thing is, is understanding who I am. How do you deal with conflict? And, in the corporate, in the real world, no matter what, and you and I speak about this, it's working with teams, it's working with people. <laughs> That's it. You know, you can't achieve anything alone. The, the law of significance says so. And, and yeah, we need teams, we need people. And the people that can deal with conflict, can deal with different people's emotions, as you said, the, the, the better you are as a leader. So, yeah, fantastic advice. Thank you for that. Uh, lastly, I mean, you've obviously, through your counseling and through your coaching and teaching, you've obviously been to a lot of courses. You, you've done a lot of research yourself to better you as a person to understand. Um, and, and there's so many different platforms where, where boys or girls could, could get leadership tips, etc. Are there any platforms, books, or any other material that you would advise through your experience 
uh, for young men or women who, who want to develop their leadership skills or emotional intelligence skills for the future? Yeah, um, funny enough, obviously doing in, in you know, um, leadership is your passion and it's your drive and it's amazing. And, and, and I love always looking at YouTube videos and, and that's, that's sometimes it's to get myself off that couch and, you know, the motivation, <laughs> you kind of need that. You watch a video because that's your motivation. And it's funny enough, if you put leadership into, into Google search, you will get seven, over 700 million different opinions about leadership. And it's ever-changing. And isn't that, it's, 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 it's exciting. Because if it's ever-changing, that means people are developing it nonstop. People are working at leadership, developing it, trying to make it better. There will never be a sure thing within leadership. Because circumstances change, people change. Um, so yeah, um, obviously, uh, Daniel Coleman within EQ, uh, founder, um, man, he's a, he's just an amazing person when it gets to EQ and how to kind of unlock this EQ within yourself, um, how to study it, how to evolve. So anything on Daniel Coleman, um, there's one that says the hidden drive to excellence, um, is one of his books. Um, it's also an audio book and I think there's a small video on it as well. Absolutely amazing. Daniel Coleman, when he gets to EQ, is one of the coolest oaks you'll ever, the way he talks, the way he kind of just inspires. Once again, he knows his product. He knows himself so well. And the way he speaks it, the way he sells it, that is the inspiring thing is you can see this oak knows himself. Um, and that, that's what sells because he's consistent. He's consistent in what he says and how he does things. Um, and that's a great leader, in my opinion, if you can be consistent. Um, and then, yeah, I was privileged enough. Um, Turning the Ship Around was an amazing book. Um, I got it from a good mate. <laughs> Thanks, Gab. Uh, it was an amazing book. And um, just the way that um, the leader, leader, and leader follow. And it will work in some circumstances. That's the thing. Um, we spoke about how uh, when you go to search leadership and how it changed from being a servant um, as a leader. If you serve people, you are a leader. And then it went to retaining power. I mean, <laughs> look at historians at Hitler. And, I mean, he, he conquered. Why? Because he retained power as a leader. And then you got the one that leaders are born. They're not made, they're born. And then you get the important people are leaders. If you are the CEO, you are a leader. Um, and everybody has to do what you said. Or if, it, or you, if you can write or imitate something important and people buy your book, then you are important. But the common link to all of that was consistency. They were consistent. They were either a consistent um, um, servant, a consistent in power, or a consistent born leader, and they sold that to everybody. One common denominator was that they were consistent within their leadership theory or role that they played. So yeah, um, when you look at Simon Sinek, um, and Simon Sinek has been around for so long, if you look at how his leadership theories changed, but the common thing there was consistency. That leadership is about you, the ownership that you take upon yourself to be a leader. That is the common element. That's consistent within any theory. Whether it's the servant or the, the follow the, the, the leader walking in front, the powerhouse, the CEO, the, 
it was the ownership that you took on yourself and their consistency within it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things. Um, like I said, Daniel Coleman, in my opinion, is uh, he's insane. Um, there's another one that says unleashing the power of emotional intelligence um, by, by Daniel Coleman. Amazing book. Amazing book to, to read for somebody that wants to tap into what it is. What is EQ and how do I get it? Because you have, everybody has it. It's your emotions. It's how you, but it's how you use it as a tool almost to, to come out on top. Um, and on top can be on top of the, of a company, on top of the country, on top of yourself as a person. What is my peak? Where, how do I reach that? 100%. But that is, you kind of need to start somewhere. And um, yeah, Unleashing the, the Power of Emotional Intelligence from Daniel Coleman, I think is an amazing book. Um, yeah, and then obviously YouTube, um, just put in leadership and you'll get a million, like I said, 700 million videos on, on leadership. Um, it's what you take from it that gives you that inspiration within yourself. And it needs to be inspiration. It can't be motivation. Motivation is not consistent. Motivation is something that's, you get up to, to get off the couch, but it's not consistent. It motivates you for a day, it motivates you for a year, it motivates you for two years, maybe 10 years, but it's not consistent. It's a ever, if you wanna be motivated the whole time, it's, it's not gonna happen. It needs to be inspirational because inspiration comes from within. It's your, it's your motivation, it's your personal motivation. That is inspiration. It's what's, what's burn, that burning desire that you have within yourself. That is inspiration. That's what leadership is in my opinion. It's not to stand up and give this massive speech and then you walk off the stage and you do exactly the opposite because that's not consistent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just want to, yeah, from, I really, really want to thank you, honestly. Um, firstly, for what you do for young, for young men. Uh, I know that uh, you're an inspiration to us all. As I said, you, you really are the jack of all trades. I don't know how you do it. Uh, you, you are inspiring people on the, on the sports field. You're inspiring the classroom. You, you have a consistent, and I've seen it with my own two eyes, people queuing at your door for, for counseling perspective. And you always, as I said, with a large amount of humility, always putting other people's needs first. So I really want to thank you for giving up your time here. I think if there's anything, uh, even if we inspire one person through this video, who I, which I know we will do more, um, I think if there's one thing I've certainly taken out of this. It's certainly to, to use the time to, to start doing some soul searching, start evaluating yourself, start leading yourself, start understand that leadership starts with yourself and certainly to be consistent. So I want to thank you to, to, for driving those points. Um, looking at this whole pandemic and this whole this COVID-19, I think it was you that actually sent me a beautiful little quote that said, um, if you come out of this lockdown, the same person that came in, then it wasn't time that was a problem, it was discipline. So I, I think you sent that to me and that certainly hit me hard. Um, and I think it's beautiful to have platforms like this. I know you're a people's person like myself who'd much rather be in the classroom and with people, but thank you for what you do, buddy. Thanks for this, uh, this lovely webinar. And yeah, thanks for being a great friend. And, I, and if I can say on behalf of everyone who's watching this, we wish you all the luck with your newborn. I know that takes a large amount of leadership. So, but thank you again, buddy. Really, really appreciate what you do and, and for giving up your time and your, your inspirational words now. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, for, buddy, for, like you said, the stage that you set to do this. I think the biggest thing is, um, if, we, if we can finish this off, is for, for young kids out there. And I was actually thinking at how we were talking about the lockdown. And, and obviously, where we find ourselves as grown up as well is this, if, if, if anything is to be consistent, start small. Don't expect to be Simon Sinek. 
uh, all of a sudden. It's not just because you got off the couch, you're not Simon Sinek, or you're not, you're not Nelson Mandela just because you got off the couch. <laughs> you're not. But if you can start small, if you can start with yourself, um, knowing yourself, finding yourself, finding that why, then if you can start there, that's the small step. And then you can become this massive leader. And it doesn't have to be the CEO of a company. It doesn't have to be the head boy of Voiceful Boys High. It doesn't have to be. It just needs to be the leader that you want to inspire. You want to inspire people. The, the burning desire, if you can find out what your burning desire is and how you can portray that, start small. And then you can be consistent. But don't expect just because you got off the couch because you read something amazing that you're going to be this all. You, it's not. It doesn't happen like that. You have to start small to be consistent. You have to take the baby steps. You can't take leaps because you will fall. And what is your platform then? So use these platforms. And then, yeah, that's why I want to thank you, buddy, because you create this platform. These are the baby steps. You gave the first five steps for, for a kid to be an amazing leader within himself. Um, and from this platform, you can work. And you can take on some more and take on some more and find out some more and, and do some research and be this, this leader within himself. And maybe one day be the leader of a country or of a company or of a school. Um, so yeah, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure all the kids out there will too. Thanks, Munir.